You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show where we break down nerd culture tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. I'm not going to rap. Actually, I'm going to rap. Man, go for it. Oh I'm not gonna do. No, I'm Turn not gonna do up. EPMD. Turn the beat up. I'm not gonna EPMD, but I'll say you make that thing go drip, drip drop, drip, 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 and drip, drop, drip, drop. Just provide drip, Empire. Did, you, did you just become a background vocalist? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I just want you to look at me. I'm sorry, I can't help it. That song is wow. so catchy. I hate what, it, drip, but I love drip it. Drop? Yeah, man, I was hating. I was hating on the music. Well, I'm sorry. Welcome <laughs> to Geek Nerd Tech for a second. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. As always, I'm joined by Man Keely Shine Keely. We got to, we're going to talk Empire in a second. Man, let's let's do it. How are you doing? Uh, Lexus <laughs> is in the booth. How you doing, Lexus? Hey guys. Uh, let's. Let, I I just want to. It's not on our not on our schedule, but I just got to talk about Empire because um, we didn't really haven't really talked about it on the show. I don't know how we yeah. haven't really done that. You right. talked about it off off offline. Mic, yeah. You know, but. Uh, uh, needless to say, like everyone else in America, like 70% of all black households who watch Empire, crazy <laughs> stat. It's a crazy Especially stat. Especially last know, episode, too. 70% of all black households are watching Empire. I mean, there yeah. are viewing parties to watch Empire. That is like yes. Super Bowl status. So, so their Fox is like going nuts, but, and, and, and rightfully so. Um, but I, yeah, I, me too. I am on this show and I, I, I love it. And what I was saying is the music, um, in the first couple of episodes, I was like, I was really just, I don't know, I, I wasn't so really like wanting to like it, but I thought like, this has got to be bad. And yeah. the first couple of scenes were talking about Terrence, how, you know, Terrence, and I'm like, oh, nah. And then when I started, when they did the bit in the yacht, when they're rapping in the yacht, yeah, we're right, two right. brothers, let's sing a song <laughs> together in the yacht. I was like, uh oh. Oh no! I, I take a different position from the jump. I like the music. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm a like, big, but see, I'm a big fan of Timberland and just that, me too. His, you know his his sensibilities. I think like really make the show, and just in terms of like how the music is, you know, interstitched with 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 the, the narrative. Right. I think it's, it's done very well. It's crafted very well. I mean, it, I haven't seen a show in terms of hip hop and R and B music where it's not. You know, delivered in a corny way. Of so course. I feel this is the best execution of that. And, and Glee, Glee was pretty good with that, but like, no, not, but not with necessarily hip hop. And I agree. And Glee's not original music, though. You're right, you're so. right. And uh, listen, I, this is, it's groundbreaking. I, I've done a complete 180 on that. First of all, I liked the show from the get go. I was trying to hate it in the pilot. I was like, what is this? What is right. this? And I'm like, wait a minute, this is kind of good. Obviously, the second Taraji showed up, you know, my, yeah, my, yeah. my, my flat screen caught on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, She's like, smashing it, man. Uh, but, She's uh, me. but, uh, now, like in hindsight, I think the show. I think it's brilliant what you said. The use, the use of music, yeah. and and these songs and Timberland songs, and right. the way they're from a business standpoint, you can buy them on iTunes right. per episode or like five dollars each. Yeah. There's also a compilation thing that's coming out the end. Yeah. Uh, I may or may not have all the songs. You're gonna be at the tour, huh? I, 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 may, <laughs> I may or may not have all the songs already. I have most of the songs. I that may came or may out not too. be bumping drip wow. drop. Wow. On a regular I am not bumping that, but yes. <laughs> Pull up to the club. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, I was making fun of the. Well, the first song that got me was was good enough when I was when, when I called the like uh, I'm the gay son. <laughs> What's wrong with me, Dad? That one. Right. But uh, that's like a that's real. That's Man. a great track. Like like his, his joints are on point. They're on his point. Are on point. All, all Jamal's joints are on point. On and point. like uh, it feels like the new Usher kind of. Well, that, that that's how good enough fe- feels actually like a JT feels like a leftover JT track. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like, mm-hmm. all, all of his joints have that vibe. And then yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds like a Justin Timberlake checked it in without the record. But uh, I really like, I like that a lot. I like um, all of them. Everything that's come out since, I've been up. What do you think about, uh, you know, Tiana, Rihanna, Tiana? (laughs) That's the only one I'm like, Really? I mean, they they had to add her for something, but I feel like her, uh, you know, spoiler alert, uh, her like lesbian like storyline. I felt like that was a little much. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I was like, that, that really? Was kind of do pushed. we have to that do pushed. that? I was, I was like, yes, we do. I mean, <laughs> as as a, as a lady who's into the ladies, 
I was okay with it, but at the same time, I was like, was it necessary? Really? Yeah. Right. I think that's over, over, over. It's overrated. Yeah. yeah. I feel a- like a lot of TV shows are doing that now, and I'm like, yeah. do we really need that? You know what? Like, on this show, I think the show is so over the top that yeah, okay. everything that happens, I it, it, I almost applaud it, because I, I take the opposite <laughs> thing. Like, when, yeah, when Tiana is making out with the girl, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I was like, of course, and when, he, when Nakeem, you know, when he, uh, not Nakeem, that's man, uh, what's the what's 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 rapper? Uh, um, is it Akeem? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Hakeem? Hakeem? Hakeem, when Hakeem walked in, I was like, yeah, you know. The other thing is when they made the business. So the th- there's the three sons, right? There's the yeah, there's the gay one, the business one, <laughs> Jamal, the Hakeem, one, and bipolar. Yes. I can't remember. I, I call right him the business one. Right. <laughs> business one. We need to learn their names, the, the guys. Boy, the business one, and, the, <laughs> and then Jamal, and then Jamal. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but when they when they made the business one bipolar, when I started at his bipolar thing, that was my that was my small jump the shark moment. I was like, oh, he's bipolar, and he was kind of acting with it, like getting too hype. Right, right, and being right. too manic, but um, I'm in all of it, man. No, I, it's, it's, none, none of it's too over the top for me. I mean, like all the the reviews and ratings, you know, they're saying it's you know groundbreaking. Like, right. I, I, I definitely agree. Like, Officially, Cookie is my favorite. I mean, well, Cookies, Cookie, Cookies, Cookie. Cookie's got like 15 quotables. I was talking to my friend Eric about this. We're just going back and forth. Uh, and like Cookie's got like a thousand quotables. Man, yeah. every, every episode, she got she got like a line that's gonna kill you. Yeah, off. <laughs> every, every every episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so just before we move on in this, like, uh, yes. who's your favorite character, Alexis, besides Cookie? Because we all know Cookie's everyone's favorite, but like, um, I really like I really like Jamal. What story What storyline are you into? Probably hmm. Jamal's. I really I really feel like one. Sometimes he acts like a brat, like not in the way of like Hakeem is acting, but right. I feel like. Jamal, because he's trying to be like, oh, I'm trying to be more, you know, I don't want daddy's money and I want to do it all on my own. I like that. But right. at the same time, I feel like he's kind of like the, his his breakup and I feel like he's just not taking it very well. Like, I don't know what's happening with his art. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Yeah. But I like him and, and Cookie and their whole team up. Uh, I'm not a fan of Mr. Mr. Business Bipolar Guy. I don't really care for his character at all. <laughs> yeah, the business guy. I, I did like they did do the cool thing with him with, the, with when uh, when he went to go see the mayor's assistant. And he seduced yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was some sick stuff. That was kind of dope. And then he went to the house and she and his wife was like, yeah. "What did you do to her?" Yeah. I was turned like, up, oh, turned okay. all right." I mean, I, I like just you know a lot of the, the I guess the, the the principles that are being kind of displayed in the show. You know, aside from you know homophobia, you're dealing with nepotism, you're dealing with greed, ALS you're everything. dealing with you know exactly health. Like, so I, I think how they're how they're kind of pulling in all these different things that are socially you know relevant. I think is really 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 genius. And yeah. then and then and then put the music element oh, yeah, into it. Like, I think it's it. dope. Acting is a great. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested to see the sustainability of the show. Like, you know, season two. What yeah. Are we, what are we looking like? Season three. What are we looking like? Yeah. Is it the same type of? Well, know? because it's so turned up, it's right. like, and like it's so soapy. Like, I mean, I mean, Terry Tower is dying. My man is passing out. Yeah. In episode, he's like shaking the ground, losing his voice. Like, <laughs> But no, what I love about it. It's so over the top. Go ahead, it's, Lexus. No, it's perfect because um, I know someone with ALS, and he watches the show, and he's just like, it's really funny because he is taking it over the top, but that's exactly what it wow. feels like. Okay. You know, like they did the research, like the losing the voice. He's he's gone through that, and wow. so Terrence Howard. Like if you look at the, if you look up the symptoms, it's he's literally going through all of them. Like him, just okay. kind of like losing control and like when he's trying to get breakfast and his hands start to shake and he falls over so there's like some believability no like they did their research it's really crazy good how they did that how, do we, how, how do we feel about Terrence how, how we, how I love him I love him I mean Terrence is dope man yeah Trigonometry. <laughs> oh, I know his lines don't make any sense to me. Sometimes I'm like, "Who wrote this for you?" No, like, You're Ter- still living in the '60s. Like, smooth, man. He's smooth. Well, I, 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 I like Terrence too, but I don't. There's some. He's just something weird about his, him. His, it's just the melodrama. The show's a melodramatic show, and and everyone's coming with the melodrama. And Taraji's coming with all shades can, of. Can hell. we talk about when he was sitting there when they're on the music video shoot and he's painting some girl's back as he's talking to his son? I, mean, I was like. What are we doing? He, yeah, he's the uh, ultimate artist. Yeah, he, oh, he, stop, Achilles. He, stop. he built an empire from the ground up. Like his artistry. <laughs> look out. Because it was my $500,000 worth of drug money that started this bitch. Four, it's it's my $400,000. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm coming for what's mine. They've been using yeah. that line so much. Uh, it's a good line. <laughs> it uh, is. I don't know. I'm, I'm cool. I'm ter- Terrence is like, I, I have a love-hate relationship with him because I appreciate him as an actor. I just think he's just so it's melodramatic. Like, I'm like, this shaky-voiced mother. Uh, you know, he's coming in with, you know. So, so, uh, 
don't know. He's just so. No, uh, but I love that the fans are so involved too. Cookie, I need to tell you something. Oh my word! <laughs> um, I need you out of here, Cookie. Man. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Great television. But uh, no, I love the fans because um, yesterday, as I was leaving from work, I was listening to the first song that they opened the show with, uh, uh-huh. What is Love? Yeah. And I was singing it in the car, just thinking, I'm by myself. No one's going to listen to me with my windows down. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there was a car next to me who was clapping, and they were like, yeah, go Empire. And I was like, I uh, had the exact same experience. You lied. I, no, I was, bumping, I was bumping Drip Drop. And, like, People were like drip, drop, drip, drip, city <laughs> drops. Terrible. <laughs> drip drop is like the worst song ever, but I, I love it. I love I it. It's know. so catchy. It's so horrible. And then uh, what's uh, the what's the big song? The title song? Apology. Oh yeah. 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 That's a uh, yeah. Yeah. They no, 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 no. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. I love, I love that. You're funny, dog. No, I love it. I love Empire. I love that one. I like, I like, I like, I like the they, money song. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Keep your money. <laughs> I, like, I like how they're incorporating, like, actual artists, their music into yes, the show as well. I like, well, like Courtney Love, you mean, or what? No, no, no. Like, they had Drake in there one, one episode. Oh, yeah, 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 they yeah. They had um, some, some throwback Missy, I think, one time. Yeah. Like, I think I think that's kind of cool, too, you know, you know, giving some love to, you know, actual artists that the are really Aaliyah, doing it. So, yeah. The Aaliyah poster I mean, in the back. Do you know anything about, like, the production? I, I saw this really great thing, uh, Inside, Empire, yeah, the yeah. Inside Empire, which was with Elvis. Mitchell, my guy Elvis Mitchell was a moderator. It had Brian Grazer, which I forgot. He's an executive producer on it. Brian mm-hmm. Grazer had, uh, of course, Lee Daniels, had uh, Danny Strong, um, and Taraji and, and uh, Terrence. Yeah. Um, and they're all talking about it, and they're talking about you know, the music incorporation, how important it was to get Timberland, how great he is. But yeah. do you know anything about the production? Is uh, the chicken egg level of production? Is it like Timberland comes up with the songs and well, they that, write around that, the song? They have, well, Timberland is responsible for the songs, and then they have an orchestrator that's responsible for like the actual scoring of of each episode. So they work, they work, you know, together. But Timberland is just focused on the, on but the actual. But does Timberland get the script and be like, oh, "Okay, hold on, they don't hook me up." Hell no, hell no. Or is it like, "I got this song. It's called No Apologies. Write well, something I, about I, it." I think it's, I think it's um, script then. Yeah, implement I was the music. Say it's yeah. probably script and then music. If that's the case, they they alluded to how difficult it is to produce those songs. Oh yeah, like. Yeah. But if that's the case, that is quite remarkable. It's genius because I mean, you got to think how those how, are easy, good. how easy this for. <laughs> A song to be corny or like man to be able to right. to create essentially a hit like a hit song like based on Ooh. narrative of, of you know written for us for TV I think that's mm-hmm. just excellent yeah so. well so 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 Empire we love we love it we love us some Empire that is a no brainer I'm 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 hooked and I can't wait to see I think I get you know, especially this last episode holy smokes yeah, oh, yeah. this is a good episode it's a good episode, yeah, a, good episode. Uh, a lot going on you know Courtney Love showed up and Naomi Campbell showing up man, and people getting Junior showing up and, how do you feel about that what, before the, we move on which one? the the um, Hakeem and the older woman, which is Naomi Campbell's relationship. I feel really I've, good about that. It, it made me think of uh, a younger version of myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, stop. My business partner, I'm Steve Barry. Steve, Steve Barry is in love with Naomi Campbell. That's like, that's like his girl. And uh, he uh, he just he just interviewed her again in New York. And uh, she's beautiful. She's the, she is beautiful. Being up is like he. Yeah, he's he's very much wishing that he was Hakeem. I'm cool with her too. I just it, it is a little unsettling because he looks so young. Maybe because mm-hmm. I'm so old, he looks so young. Yeah, to but, me. but she she has a, a point of view that will obviously you know come out because she's my age and he's like. You know, you're probably my age. Are you, are you, probably probably younger, yeah. are you questioning the, the the pairing because of the age difference? Is that what you guys are saying? No, 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 no. Ah, no he's just little. No, he's just little. And she's all tall. She's a model. She's no, no, no. He my my question. You got money. Uh, okay. No, no, no. My question was like, do you think that maybe there's that she's trying to do something oh, else? Character just, stuff. Yeah, care. I'm sorry. Character wise, I was wondering if you yeah. guys feel like oh, there's something more to it. Oh, I mean, I, I don't really care about the age. It happens. I, I'm just saying. that. I think so. I think why? Well, they alluded to that in the in the pro in the preview, which is already another hotline from Taraji when she called her Yoko. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you do? You play, play the tambourine? <laughs> tambourine, yeah. Yoko? So, I don't know. So, maybe she's trying to be in something. I don't know. I, I, there's definitely some ulterior motives there. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm very interested in, I know, we can go Empire. We're going to hour and Empire, but like, I'm very, <laughs> I am very interested to see, like you said, Achilles, like how they... Because their arcs are pretty drawn. Like, you know, Jamal is, is finding himself and becoming an artist and, and growing that way. Hakeem is kind of, you know, going back and forth to find his thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, uh, what, what Mr. Business is doing besides well, being he, a villain. He's, he's, yeah, responsible for pairing them, pairing right. them up against each other. 
But I mean, how long does that? I mean, how long does that go? Is that that I mean, it's season three? Is I he, think it's him and the white girl still like. Oh yeah. Here we go. How about oh, yeah. this? Season I, four, like we gotta kill the king. I think how you know? everything's being built is everyone's gonna have someone coming after them, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, not to give a spoiler, but you know, Taji and Terrence in this last episode, her seeing that, like um, the 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 the. The fiance seeing that, like I think, it's, it's just right. setting up so everyone's going to have an enemy. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and, and it's good because the structure of the company is that, like, you know, uh, uh, Boo Boo Kitty is not, right? Uh, she's not going anywhere. She's head of A and R. Exactly. Yeah. So and it's just her business. She's yeah. not like I'm leaving the company. Right. Like, so that's. Is I'm it like, weird that I really don't Boo-Boo care Kitty, about her way. character? Like, yeah, she's really? my least favorite. Actually, yeah. wow, really? I mean, I she's cool. There's something about her that's just so like I don't care about her, but. I, I like that they're ramping up the villain yeah. aspect. And uh, Gabrielle uh, Sibide, I feel like they need to, like, you know, I feel like she's, she feels like an add-on. Mm. Like, yeah. in the pilot, she felt like she's going to be more of an... If, if, it feels like they're, like, really right. backing her tucking away. Her, tucking her yeah. a little tucking bit. her away. Yeah. And she's kind of high-profile to be just like a... Yeah. She's not, she's not you know, in the show at all. Not at all. No. And so she's clearly part of it. Um, because what's, who's taking over is... Uh, Portia. Portia's yeah. like, she's fantastic. Yes, you know? she is. I like, love Portia's her. Portia's the character who Gabrielle should be playing, For but sure. she's not. Um, so anyway, Empire is fantastic. We all love it. We'll see what happens and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, also, before we move on, we should really... Um, you see Joe Brazzle on episode 11. Yep. I wish. <laughs> I would show up, I would I, I, I would show up there too. so fast. <laughs> I would show... Um, there is a lot... Okay, we can go. We'll, we'll talk about it. All right, moving on. Okay, we'll do, we'll do an Empire segment every week. I, 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 I can talk about this all day. But I do want to break briefly talk about uh, Kingsman, because we talked, you know, yeah. on our on our February movie thing. You know, I, I saw Jupiter Descending last week. Did you ever see Jupiter Descending? Not yet, man. Okay. We talked about that briefly, and it was, you know, it was bad, but, you know, it's just a stuff to see. Right. Uh, Kingsman, though, that I said was going to be bad. I can't know. I can't more than I said. I think it's going to be you, good. You, no, I think I you said it was going to be bad. bad. Yeah. Did I? I, I think you did. did. I believe you did. Yeah. I'm usually not wrong I about these you, things. I believe, okay. I believe you did. It's, I was wrong. If, if I said it was going to be bad, it was great. Uh, it was, it was really, really great. And, um, I loved it. And we, you know, we, 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 uh, you know, we talked a lot about it before the show, but I just want to, you know, Alexa saw it. Um, I we just, I just want to say that I understand why it got dropped into February because tonally it feels like a PG-13 movie, but it's a hard R with a lot of hard violence and, and some sex stuff and, 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 and some and tons of language. Yeah. And, uh, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a very artful send up slash tribute. Slip, send up slash tribute of the the sort of the British spy movie, specifically the James Bond movies. And mm-hmm. also, actually also like, more so the other in the tradition of these great British TV shows like you know um, you know the Avengers and some of these some of these TV shows even like the Man from Uncle and some of these like uh, it's more of a send up of these kind of tropes yeah uh, and it's it makes fun of them at the same time also takes themselves very seriously and also tributes them and it's a great movie that's on white with some great action scenes and some great performances by by uh, Colin Firth and all these folks and my girl. Um, I can't remember her name, but I... Oh, uh, no, but she's a dancer. Yeah, she is. Oh, she only got one leg? No, no, she's, no, got, she's got two legs. She got, no, she's got, no, she got prosthetic legs. She has oh, prosthetic legs, oh, and they yeah. look like that. Yeah. Oh. And then, so she's just walking around like she that. she got ass? Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she, she does. absolutely does have ass. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she's she's dope and across uh, the board. I, oh, I, yeah, I like she, her. She's awesome. <laughs> um... And the lead, my man, what's his name, is great. And yeah. Sam Jackson's great. It's just a great movie. So, Alexis, you want to add to it? No, I was just going to say that the one person that surprised me the most was, you know, Colin. Was Colin. Yeah, yeah, Colin Firth. I mean, I, I'm not saying that, like, he's... This. Are you surprised he can act? No, 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 no. I love him. No, no, no. I love him as an actor. I've always right. loved him as an actor. Yes. But I like that he brought his kind of like quirkiness from like you know that Amanda Bynes movie he did, and sure. then like turned it into you know what he usually does. Where like with um, the King Speech, he was amazing in that. Yeah. And then this one, he's more of like the same type of debonair, but also he's just a badass. That's so. right. He's perfectly cast as because you know the comic book, the graphic novel doesn't really refer to the Kingsman. I think no. that's an ad- that's, a, that's an add on. So the, the comic book. Like just called Secret Service, right. and but uh, this is uh, the Kingsman whole aspect of the Kingsman, which are supposedly like you know they they're derivative. Other code words are, are knights, you know Galahad mm-hmm. and Lancelot, but and they're all impeccably dressed. The suit is their armor, blah 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 blah. They talk I mean, about that, yeah. They're the Kevlar suits, and that's no spoilers. But but Colin Firth is 
he is like if when you draw up the Kingsman, you think of Colin Firth. Yeah. So it's like he's the only guy I can think of that would be perfect. That'd for be that. perfect. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I mean, me, I mean, like because with the glasses and the whole thing, the suit, like he is perfect. And then because he grew up, you know, as a fan of that whole spy aesthetic, he, yeah. he knows right. the British the spy aesthetic. Right. So he's, he's yeah. I mean, perfectly cast. The only perfectly person that would be more perfect is a young Michael Caine, hmm. who's also in the movie as the head of the Kingsman. So yes. so that's that's it's a really great thing. So the three generations and Michael Caine and then Colin. And my man, so it's really cool, man. Really great cool. movies. We loved it. All right, so, yeah. so uh, it's, a high, it's a highly recommend. Yes. Highly, it's I'm a, gonna it's see a it two miss. times. No, like, I'll see it again. Like, I'm gonna I, see it I, again I with you. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. A, uh, it's 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 not only that; it's a don't miss it. Wow, yeah, it's, don't, don't miss it. Like, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's good. Um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, okay, so let's jump into some of this. Uh, let's blow through some of this tech news, and then we'll talk some Oscars, and then um, and we're get out of Oscars here. We're Oscars again? Yeah, we're talking Oscars. Oscars are like here. I, yeah, I want some predictions. Weekend. I want some thoughts. And then <laughs> we never, we actually, we never talk. You know, diversity problems. Do we? Do we touch no, on diversity? No, stuff? we didn't. Well, we yeah. So you know, no. we, we should talk about right, that. Right, so, right. uh, but let's, let's first thing. Let's talk about this virtual reality thing. There's a studio that uh, uh, is is. Uh, you know, is <laughs> the studio in Canada is yeah. using their virtu- virtual reality re- virtual reality headset to create these sort of films. Um, mm. They did a great promotional film for the movie Wild and some other things. And their their goal is to not only use these things for the obvious thing, which are like thrill rise and horror, right. but really create a sort of emotional immersive experience, which is something we've been threatening. You know, we've been you know hearing about this for probably fifteen years, but it really looks like it's kind of a reality. What do you think of this stuff? Well, I agree. I mean, you got Project Morpheus, you got Oculus. Um, you're gonna see, you know, you're gonna see more and more of this. I think this is the future in terms of uh, providing a, a full experience for um, consumers when they when they consume their media. And, um, yeah, I mean, there was an article also this week about, I mean, because Oculus is owned by Facebook, being yep. able to use uh, virtual reality and, and, and the user interface of Facebook. So, like, you can actually see, you know, your your friend's environment and be able to, like, put yourself in their environment based on if they're playing sports or if they're in a park. You could be able to have this, this virtual reality and experience where they are at that moment. <clears throat> so, I think seeing cool ways of how you could use this technology is where we're going to be able to, we're going to be experiencing. Experiencing, I think in, in the next five years, it's going to be all over the place. Once people have the headsets, it's more accessible. Right. Price point comes down. Like, I mean, the technology is here. Like, it's just more content. Almost like <clears throat> when the 4K came out, there's no content for it. Mm-hmm. We have the technology. We just need more content. So, yeah, and it's all, but it's, yeah, so it's that thing of the the content. It, it's what, what drives this, in your opinion? <clears throat> is, it, is it you know you make the hardware and then the content? It's like like the 4K is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like the hardware is everywhere now right. and the high high. So now we need the content exactly. And it, but you can't really make the content without the hardware. So what, in your mind, what you know as as a content creator, like what what comes first? That chicken egg is it content well, first? Then I mean, I, well, I think it's definitely the hardware. If you don't have the the tools, the mechanics. To be able to to showcase you know the art, um, then yeah, like that's pointless. I think you can always have ideas, but if you can't implement them with the technology, it's pointless. But right. I, I think the, tech, the the technology, the hardware is there. I think it's just figuring out a way to 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 deliver you know compelling content that you know the consumers can actually purchase that has you know has a has a, a entry fee that you know a lot of people can 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 participate in so is this uh is this you know again as a kind of as a content creator is this something that you um is this a uh is this a, a, a something that you'd like to create stuff for are you, I mean, are you, are you interested in this sort of oculus rift virtual i mean as a, as a also as a content creator like i you know i don't know like it doesn't really i have no desire but i feel like maybe because i don't know the tools i think you feel? i think i think because it's sort of new I think we don't really under we don't have an understanding of a, at least I don't I don't have a strong grasp over like how to utilize it. Right. But I think definitely you know filmmakers um, are going to be using this. Like I think it's, it's inevitable. Like you want to be able to have a new platform, and I think this is the new this is the new frontier for for consuming content or experiencing content. Cool. And I, I think it's just a matter of just you know pe- more people becoming educated to it. You know more people having the tools to develop stuff. Yeah. Like 
I think yeah, it's, it's it's definitely going to be something we'll probably utilize years down the line. Okay. So yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So moving <coughs> forward, here's uh, an apple. There, there is uh, this new story about the USDA has approved the sale of genetically engineered apples that don't go brown. And this, I think, this is a really important story. Yeah. Not because of the not because <laughs> of the science that's behind it. Like, wow, hey, we we've made these apples and they don't go brown. Uh, you know, so good that that that's good for everyone. But more so the fact that they're gene- that they have, that the USDA is approving genetically engineered um, fruit and food. Right. And it's sort of like this is a slippery slope, right? It sort of it, like, it really sort of paves the way for some other stuff. I mean, you know, I mean the the seedless watermelon. You know, there's all yeah, these different yeah. things. Seedless that you, grapes, seedless all grapes, this, and all these things yeah. we we can splice together. But what's well? First of all, what do you what do you think of the of the, of the thing that doesn't go brown? I've got my takes on the industry, but what do you think of the actual product? Or do you care? I mean, I, I pull think, it from the tree. Man, I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's bad. I think it's us trying to. Us meaning humans trying to, you know, dabble in, in affairs that we don't need to. Right. I think this will have consequences. Um, like I think, I think all life forms have to go through a decaying process. Sure. And like us trying to figure out a way to stop that. I, I think, especially with our food source, I think it's detrimental. It's going to have some type of negative effect on our, our, our biology. Right. Um, our brains. And so, I mean, like you said, it's a slippery slope. You're doing with apples. What's next? Well, this our, is the our thing. chicken, our, our water well, or whatever, whatever well, it may be. It's funny like, you say that. Um, Robert Robert Kenner, who is a, a documentarian, he did a Food Inc. Right. He has this really really great documentary. Well, I, I don't know if it's great, but I'm assuming it's great. Coming out in March called Merchants of Doubt, yeah. which is sort of talks about all these all these sort of spin doctors who. Or there to convince you cigarettes are healthy. Of course. You know, all these other things. And, and among a thousand other things, one of the things he talked about was sitting in this meeting with a bunch of farmers, like the, the big like big farm. Right. And they're actually debating on whether or not they should tell the public, like, we wanted to use genetically, you know, um, cloned meat. We want right. to use cloned meat, uh, you know, for it, it's more efficient. Yeah. And we're going to use it. And it's going to be great. We're going to create the best steaks and the best hamburgers and the best chicken. The question is, do we need to tell the public? And this was a debate. Man. And they're like... Like well, and then most of them are like you know it's, it's, it might be too confusing for the public. Huh. Might be too confusing. Not be able to grasp ideas. Yeah, and this is like what's going down. The point is, you know, this is this, that's a slippery slope. Like the FDA approving this stuff, it's like, well, how do I know if, this, yeah. if I'm getting a genetically, yeah. you know, a genetic apple or genetic chicken or genetic, you know? How, how do I know that because you approve that that is actually, you know, scientifically proven that it's healthy for me? Yeah. Like, how do I know it's not poison? How do I know it's not a way to control a population or decimate a population, rather? Slippery. Hey, we're gonna throw these. We're gonna throw this food over to this country, right? You guys need this food. So. Yep. No, I, you know, I was having a conver- I was having a conversation with someone the other day about population control and it means to do that. Uh, so, 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 I mean, there's some doomsday theories in there. I mean, our our food is our source for everything, and if if that's being controlled, like or. Customized by by an outside source, so I think that's that's just problematic, man. Because it's almost like it's almost like a like a drug dealer mentality, right? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna serve you this food. It has these things in it that you don't know, know about, but yeah. hey, you you need it, you need it. Yeah. I'm gonna market it towards you, and like who knows what it's doing. Well, to this you. is when when the, when the stock comes out, we're talking. This is what Merchants of Doubt is all about. It's really all about you know these guys who prey on. The, the public's incessant need to just not care. Like how, Our we, ignorance? We, yeah, we, yeah, we just give me the food. I don't want to know how it's right. made. I don't want to know about the apple that's brown. I just want it to taste good. But I don't think I trust you out there, you know, whoever's going on. I think people do care. I think people are more health conscious than ever. I, I, I would like to believe that. Really? No, I, no, I do believe that in, in, in a service, but I'm saying like, for the most part, like the most, the average person, you know, but this is the thing. This is, I'll talk about this later with, with the, with the, uh, with the with the Apple Beats music thing, but like, you know, there's two kinds of people. There's people who seek out information and seek yeah. out stuff, and there's some people who just kind of lean back and be like, what it, whatever it is, of course. But whatever, like, what, what, what you know, you know what they say is those people. Yeah. Who's they? Right. You know what they say. Right. Right. Uh, you know, brown apples are worse than non brown apples. So I guess I'm gonna eat some non brown apples. You know how they do. Man. Obama. Man. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's scary. But you know, I guess you know, get your own information, and you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, or. or- Grow your own food if, your own if, you, food. Have, if you, you have. If you can, yeah, yeah, you know, it's great. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, uh, Amazon, 
drones. We you know we talk about drones. We talk about the uh, the, the the legal curve. You know, meets the technology it's, curve. It's your fault, man. Your friend that crashed that drone in the White House. <laughs> up for, for everybody. So now the FAA is coming in with drone regulations, and which which is which is are needed. But the issue is is that uh, what, you know, are, what are the regulations? That's the what, what are the regulations? How stiff they are. Well, they're, they're saying they, they, they want to have about seven. They're going to give seven thousand businesses um, some you know, licenses license. to do yeah. drones, but that you know they they it'll 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 generate about ten billion dollars in new sort of revenues Industry. and spending. Yeah. You know, just and so that, that's all good for somebody, not me, unless I get in the drone business. But uh, for Bezos, who was ready to ready to just test this yeah. thing, he's got to move his testing overseas, internationally, internationally, right. and to get to get his thing right. So we have a little. More time before we start seeing that. And the thing, the thing is, the reason why he has to do that is because the, one, some of the regulations are is that you have to be able to view the drone in the sky. You can't, it can't be that you're doing it remotely where it's like a computer or some GPS. Right. You have to be able to see the drone. And so with, with his idea, he wanted to be able to, you know, deliver goods um, remotely. And yeah, so like, it, like it was, have a, like have a whole exactly, a whole fleet of drones and make them more efficient. People flying drones in fleets, right? Just, so that that. It like totally decimates his his yeah. business model, which I think he was. I, mean, I think he was really innovative in thinking that way. Well, but that's how the like, military operates. Right. They're, they're, they're sitting in a bunker somewhere. Yeah. They're, fl- they're flying drone missions, yeah. and you know, taking right. taking out uh you know folks. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll have to wait a little more on that. Um, this is a story that's in Huffington Post that I like about um, uh, this high tech clothing. Uh, pr- Mostly they use for uh, I, I like it. I'm well, sorry, it's I really auti- just I really just fell asleep. It's an <laughs> autism story. Uh, no, but the, you know the, it's 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 the idea of having these clothes and pants with with, with GPS trackers in there because there's kids with autism uh, wander off a lot yeah. and and get lost and so I get it. it they, they're not calling home. They don't have they don't have cell phones. So it's an idea to track. Uh, you know, keep, keep your kids. So the technology's not new. The clothing, it is sort of gimmicky. Like, we're, you know, it's, and it's not even like it's in the clothing. It's like, it's a pocket that you put a little thing in. So it's kind of weird. It's but, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but it's, actually, it's not it's, like it's the fabric that, you know, it's, right, it's right, just right. like, you know, it's, it's my shirt, but inside here is a little pocket you put the thing in right. and go. So I don't know how revolutionary I mean, I think, that is, I think but conceptually, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it, it will, it will assist parenting. Yeah. Um, but I think the execution, I think it's bad because if you, if I have to purchase the technology and I have to purchase the clothes for yeah. you, like how, like what else if I can only afford five shirts or like right. how many shirts do I need to get? Yeah. But like a kid cha- changes clothes kids every day. that little striped shirt every day. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's so, exactly. so how do you, how do you, and then what about, you know, expanding that out to like, you know, to normal everyday life? Right. right. When, when your girl's like, Akila, I got you this fresh new shirt. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I see where you was at. I see where, where you, you was at. at. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, it, but anyway, I, I think it's very interesting. I, I, I like the idea of it. I like the heart in it. But it feels a little like I don't want to say this. It feels a little like uh, you know they're um, sort of what's the what's the word? Um, they're washing it, that whitewashing it with saying, but you, by trying to sell this thing through the use of like, this is for autistic kids. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, so they were like, wait a let, minute. Let your heart melt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're like, wait a minute, they're tracking us. So right. anyway. Uh, but so, so, go ahead. No, that's okay. exactly it because I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a system that you don't really have ownership of. They don't, you don't know what they're actually tracking. Right. So. Exactly. So it's one of <laughs> and what they're doing with that information as well. Exactly. Who they're selling it to or who's, who's utilizing it. Exactly. A window. All right. So, uh, this is story. So, so, so Apple uh, is is well. There's rumors. Let's just say there's rumors that Apple is trying to get into the car making business. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Is I, it confirmed? I called up my man. Oh, okay. Before Did I came you? today, and like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do have a friend. My, my friend Robert works at Apple, and he's a. Uh, He's he's always texting me with some secret secret stuff that he get. No, we, he was walking around the other day. He's he's texting me. I'm, I'm hoping I'm getting trouble. He's, he's saying like, I'm in the da da da, and oh, this is incredible. Right, right. But I take pictures like, he can't no take way, pictures. no way. Like nothing nothing comes out of there. Like no at all. Way. It's like it is like there's there's four people that were fired. Yeah. We take snapping a picture yeah, of the break a, room. You lose an arm if you do that. Yeah, because yeah. like the new Apple facility and then that that's, and then that one that's still being built. Right, the giant spaceship one. Right, that like it's crazy. Anyway, he's but he's just going on and on how beautiful how beautiful the facility is and how it's ridiculous. But yeah, that, that's one of the the, the tight campuses in Silicon Valley. Man, I would love. I mean, I would love to see it for I mean, sure. Never will, but I would yeah, like you to will. see it. Yeah, you will. Okay. 
Thank we're you. Going. We're going. All right. Well, thank you. But anyway, so yeah, so they're, they're, Apple, Apple is rumored to be making these cars. And I think the move, I think it, 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 on one hand, it feels like cars and Apple. That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. On mm-hmm. the other hand, it, you know, it's very Elon Musk. You know, it's mm-hmm. very, uh, it's very Tesla. So yeah, you take a guy, like a tech guy, engineer guy. Or, or very Google. Or very Google. Yeah. So, you know, so like who's, who's, who's in that space. Right. It, it's like, and these guys have billions and, you know, the money is infinite and, and the money is infinite and the, money infinite, and, money. And, the um, and the resources are infinite. And so why not? You know, because it, because they saw what it did for Tesla, yeah. and and what 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 an innovator of a company Tesla is, and the growth of Tesla. So sure. I, I feel it feels like Apple's like, well, why can't we do that? For sure, Up in Cupertino, I mean, trying to control every experience. Right. That's that's Apple's whole agenda: control the experience or or disrupt the experience and and, and create something completely different. And I think, I mean, in terms of them and approaching, you know, the, the automobile industry, I think, man, I mean, you got to think all the technology that's being put into vehicles in terms of like. Add opportunities for the for the screens or like how you stream your music. Like right. Apple owns Beats. Like so they're thinking about how they could utilize all their products and for all sure. their software in, into a different. And and you gotta think how much time you spend in your in your car. Yeah, these are all opportunities for you to utilize products and and all that stuff. So they're yeah. thinking they're thinking like that. Yeah, and they have to be in that space because I mean, ten years from now it's probably gonna be way more electric vehicles or even self driving vehicles. So yeah. they want to be in that space. Yeah, uh, I think it's very interesting. I, I, I'm allowed to laugh out loud when. Uh, this is another story about uh, Dan Ackerson, who who ran General Motors for a long time, and he's like, right. uh, "Apple, uh, Apple should stay away from the car business. They, you know, it's, it's a tough business. Right, and they don't right, know right. what they're doing. And running, you know, making cars is harder than you think. And and I'm not doubting that. Like, you know, what he's saying at a base level is like, look, man, you can't just. There's a lot. Like, we've been doing this for you know a hundred years. years. Yeah. So, and we we got it kind of wired for you to step in and be like, I'm gonna do it. You yeah. know, it takes people 10, 15, 20 years to get going. Ask Hyundai, ask Toyota, and I was like. Well, ask Tesla. Well, and then you yeah, ask Tesla. So, but it's also, I mean, look at this guy. He doesn't look like he's innovating anything. You know, <laughs> this guy, this guy he's, he looks like the oldest, crustiest man. white dude. He's just like, salty. He's like, man, they're going to take away yeah, my exactly. business. Do not come in my, this is mine. <laughs> but uh, he, he, he knows nothing about technology man. for Dan, this poor guy. But anyway, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got one for you. So you get the you get the iCar first model, and then the iCar yes. S comes out. <laughs> it's like, it's like the iCar S got rims and it's got like you know beat in the, the, in the I truck. <laughs> I'm not waiting for I'm waiting for the iCar six, exactly the six S. <laughs> that's that that's funny. That's that, ridiculous. That that, that, that that probably will happen. Uh, he just said a lot of people don't operate. A lot of people um, who don't ever op- operate in the world of cars don't understand the tendency. How, how hard it is, uh, blah blah to blah take blah steel blah. Yeah, and, and, and craft it into a vehicle. They better think carefully if they want to get into hardcore manufacturing. <laughs> you know, we take steel, raw steel, and turn it into a car. Right. They have no idea what they're getting into. Shut up, dude. And I think I think it's funny because a lot of people have taken those type of shots at Apple, saying you don't know. know what you're doing over over the over the course of their you know their their company. Like you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to make phones. It's so old school. <laughs> we take raw steel and take it into a car. What can you do, Apple? Right. You make iPhones. Right. Like slow down. I mean, you know, I'm not. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. All right. So moving on slightly, uh, the uh, White House uh, has named its first ever. Chief data op- officer, and they've got two. They've got two positions at the Rock, and there's, there's a chief data scientist, um, and uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, chief data scientist and a chief technology officer, uh, which is which I think is very cool because I think it's just sort of saying like you know the, all the, all the cabinet positions in the White House have been are, 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 are mostly been you know they're they're, they're old they're you know, they're. Two hundred years old, yeah. you know, and then they, they and then they keep they, they've added they added some and added some and added and keep adding, and now you know innovation is, and of course the Obama administration is want to do it, which is great because you need a chief data scientist because of all I mean, we're, we're living in the data age. Yeah. How, how does the, how does the White how do you House not have that? Not have right. the, the, the we have the top doctor, we have right. the, you know the, in the attorney general, attorney. we have the top yeah. you know we have the top cop and the yeah. attorney general, we have the top. So we need the top data scientist, Absolutely. you know. So Absolutely. I'm glad this is, and they also have a chief technology officer, uh, which is going to help with things like you know like who, who do you go to when the Sony hack happened? Right. The military, you know. So you need you know. It's very cool. It's very cool that that we're seeing that. Yeah. So it's yeah. just it's just something that that we we wanted to mention. So so good so good uh, for the White House for doing that. All right, uh, transitioning to some other stuff here. Back to Apple. Uh, I love this story because it's really interesting. Because I love this guy. Uh, Apple's hired my man Zane Lowe. 
Um, and if you don't know Zane Lowe, he's a sort of semi-legendary BBC One um, British guy, BBC One uh, contributor. He famously interviewed uh, Jay-Z and more famously interviewed Kanye in that famous Kanye when Kanye did his famous rant. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's a hip-hop head mostly, um, but a really credible cat and, uh, you know, uh, he, someone I really like, enjoy listening to and listening to his interviews as well. And um, he, so Apple's hired him um, and they say this is sort of a signature, uh, uh, a signal as what they may do because they really haven't announced what, yeah, what Beats, the move is, right? What this because they acquired Beats and they have iTunes, you know, and they acquired Beats. Beats music is there, so right. what is the move here? And so yeah. there's a lot of talk, and so this this seems to hint that they may be. Leading more towards not only content but just the curation. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Ivey talks about curation stuff. And yeah. What they've hinted about is, you know, back in my day, uh, back in Zane's day, you, you had, we had record stores. That's you how you in the store, you go to the store, the records, <laughs> or you talk to the guy, the, 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 and the, they the, point the, out the dopest record, the, of the super week or cool dude in the record store, who's yeah. the coolest guy you know, and Has he's telling you all the knowledge. You yeah, know? he's yeah. like, Shit, this jazz record's hot, and this yeah. punk rock record's hot, and this hip hop record's hot, yeah. and like, you don't have that anymore. So. Uh, and that's kind of what's missing in, in for me in the streaming, even in iTunes, but even especially, but even in the streaming world, whether it's Spotify or whatever it is, it's a curation piece. I mean, right. Spotify is trying to do that with some playlists and, yeah. and different people, but like, you know, it's just a big dump of music. Of course. And what I was saying earlier about the 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 two types of people, like music's the same way. There are mm-hmm. people who like who seek out music, right. like I used to do every Tuesday, just right. buy whatever comes out Tuesday and, and go through it. And there are people that are told, and, there, and there's people yeah. that just what, what's on the radio, what's on Kiss exactly. FM, you know. And and so um, uh, Spotify and, and Beats don't allow for that; they just put it up there. Right. So how do you know what to buy? And exactly. what you, so I'm not sure, sure that that's his exact job. We know he's going to be working in Culver City at the Beats part in in, in L.A. And, and not in Cupertino. Yeah. So um, so welcome to L.A. Zane and. I don't know. What do you what do you think of this move? I mean, I, I think he's he's definitely a good person for the seat um, in terms of his credibility. Um, I, I think yeah, I mean, we don't the, we don't know what the seat is, but you know, I mean, the seat being that he's advising or he's consulting or he right. has some type of creative you know injection in, ter- in terms of what they're doing. Right. I, I feel yeah, exactly. That's I mean, that was Beats' angle before it was bought by Apple to have more of a, a curated experience, and so I think right. um, yeah, like like they're they're gonna try to utilize that. As their tactic, and I think even like with the podcast world, like using um, personalities or hosts to be able to have almost like a radio feel sure. for that curation, like like kind of like the traditional sense of how you you turn to Power One Six if you want to listen to hip hop, or you yeah. turn to um, KJLH if you want to listen to neo soul or jazz. Right. So doing that, but maybe a little bit more nuance and having like a celebrity or personality attached to that, and then still being able to have the streaming streaming aspect of it, but I more be, content. I love that. I all love bundled it. into all bundled into their hardware software, all of it, all... I mean, now we're talking about Apple cars. So, so you think you're driving in your car and you have this whole system in place. You right. beat music in your car. Like, Say hello here. Turn left. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love all that. One of the coolest things uh, Apple did, and they did this this is about three or four years ago. They did a hell of a series where they were they did a lot of curating curation stuff. And right. When that uh, Roots John Legend album came out, um, uh, Wake Up Wake Up came yeah. out. They did this thing with uh, Questlove and John Legend, sort of going through and. Is 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 I them talking through the songs that inspired them on that record, kind of like some like a liner note approach. Yeah, but yeah. it was like you know what, like we really love. I, I love this track by Shaka Khan, yeah. and they talk okay. about it, like this album was this, and right, this was right. great, and this is a great. This was a concept album, yeah. and I love this track Hollywood. And this reminds yeah. me of that, and it was fantastic. I listened to the whole thing; it was about thirty forty minutes, and then I went out and I made my playlist based on what they said, and I loved it. And I For still sure. listened to it, but that's the kind that's the curation. Like to have John Legend and Questlove sit there and curate stuff yeah. based. Son of, like almost like if he loved what we're doing on this record, which yeah. I did. Yeah. Like, let me tell you about how we like stuff. And it was real. I thought that I'm, I'm, that was really inspired by yeah, that. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna want to tune into that. Well, I mean, because that's the personality that you respect, or an artist that you respect, and he's giving you deeper insight in terms right. of the, the creative process or the backstory. That's that. I mean, that that's gonna give you the reason to pay that that money for the subscription because yeah. you're not gonna be able to hear that anywhere else. And I think like. I think about someone like Howard Stearns made half a billion dollars in five years because of his personality, you know, through through radio, through through satellite radio. Think about think about having that model with with like all the top artists. Think about having like a Beyonce be able to tell you like what her her taste and preference. Inspiration. You like what I'm doing is for my inspiration. These are are the songs that inspired me. You're gonna tune in just for that. I I will. I certainly will. Real talk. Cool. 
well, um, speaking of Apple too, back on Apple, um, the New Yorker, which which we all love, did this known for their profiles. Um, <clears throat> the New Yorker and Vanity Fair just do it with the profiles. Yeah, uh, very good. New Yorker did this crazy in depth po- profile on Johnny Ive, uh, the the mastermind, the Apple mastermind, design mastermind behind basically everything, everything mm-hmm. Apple, starting with the with the first colored iMac, yeah. uh, all the way to what you're holding in your hand I, right I now. Is a bad boy, man. He bad is boy. bad. Like he's, I mean, really, really smart, smart cat. And Seriously, it's a really, really deep dive. Very, very interesting profile. It's a long, you know, it's a New Yorker profile, so it's long, right? Long form, um, long form, and it just really, it's what, what I like about it so much is we talk about it. Kind of, it takes you inside. Apple, mm. even, though, even though you're reading it, it takes you inside, and like, people are rarely allowed that access. So, you know, um, you know, they talked about his his Banksy poster in his office, and right. you know, there's some cool things that the verse this thing about the things you found from that interview uh, that I've helped JJ Abrams design the new star the lightsaber. new lightsaber, which people don't like about. Um, uh, I was very into cars. Ding, ding, yeah, ding. Yeah. So he's like, this kind of game like, like an overview of everything from like the, the iPhone design. Yes. To, like you said, the, you know, the car to the iWatch is coming, Apple Watch is coming out. Yes. I mean, kind of giving like the, the yeah, just a, a good overview of kind of like what, what, what has been done and what the future is looking like. And I mean, he's a brilliant mind, man. Like just seeing like him, his design process and how, like how specific he is in terms of the choices he makes and like just like his his philosophy on on delivering something something that 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 has like a great utility util, utilitarian purpose you yeah. know what i'm saying so i think it's awesome it's awesome there's a lot a lot of the apple watch a lot of the apple watch how the apple watch uh, is sort of changing i don't know, you know? I, I read an article this week actually about the apple watch saying that they're they're scrapping away all the fitness elements because it was it's yeah because that's it's, why i want the apple that's why well, i want it no they're they're saying it's not ready yet they're saying that they they're I won't be able to release it with the, the first the first generation because it's not it's not consistent. That's probably what the holdup was. Yeah, because consistent. that was the big promotion yeah. of it is the whole fitness element. And that's that's why I wanted it. That's I know a, that's a damn shame. Oh, yeah, I read that this week. Well, that's disappointing. Anyway, Giant, you got to step your game up, bro. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I, but I did, did, did one thing. Last thing, I, I did. I, I does not like Google Glass, which I thought was I mean, you know who does you know and uh, <laughs> and he and so whatever. And he he not sure of the of the of the Beats design. He wanted the, the, the Beats audio design. So yeah, he, he was more in love with the software. Yeah. Man, so anyway, uh, uh, Tyler the Creator um, once you know is once to launch this thing. I mean, I don't know. Do you? No, this is good because okay. like we're. we're we're in we're in this uh, a la carte you know choice economy where you get to pick you know the content that you want to um, experience be it music television yep. movies whatever and so I think we're going to be begin to see more subscription models sure like Netflix but we'll be able to see Got that it. model with celebrities Got you know it, what I'm saying celebrities so hey yeah. you follow for instance and the perfect example of a person I think this would work great with is Kim Kardashian think uh-huh. about if she had a subscription service where you can essentially you know, pay, pay ten ninety nine nine ninety nine a month to get content just from her or, or opinions okay. from her. You start to see this more with, with different celebrities, be it actors or musicians, and I think that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. And so I think it's smart. Are you a Tyler guy? I'm not a Tyler guy. Not at all. Neither am I. Is this a generational thing? Because he's, like, he's, he's actually, he's, for the first time, he's actually below your generation. Yeah. Like I, mean, he's, I, I don't think it's a generation thing. I think it's just a tone thing. Like, like what he's on is just not really my thing. Yeah, like, me neither. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he's whack, but I mean, it's just it, he doesn't speak my language. He doesn't speak my language at all. I'm, I'm two languages away from what he speaks. Alexis, do you like Tom of the Creator? No, not really. Okay, and that makes me feel better because I, <laughs> I feel completely. I, I never, I don't ever feel older than when I'm around anything that Tom of the Creator is doing. Yeah, yeah. I never feel older because I'm like I don't get anything. But you know, the kids love them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, I, I agree with that. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Um, and uh, let's last but not least on this is uh, Halo Nightfall is coming out. We what? talked about that. I'm excited about that. We uh, at Comic Con got to hang out with um, with uh, my girl Christine, who's who's in it, and she's dope, and she's in Star Wars and in this, and um, I'm just rooting for it because of that. Also, I'm a Halo fan. Uh, I did finally buy. I did finally buy the. Uh, I got it for my birthday, the uh, Halo or Christmas. What did I get? It? I don't know. But I the got mas- the, the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's fun to go back. And what, what I found out about playing the Master Chief Collection is how even with the updated graphics, 
just man, I don't know, those those campaigns were long. Halo one, aren't and two, they? Like Halo one and two, it's like those were long ass campaigns. I mean, yeah. they really like Halo four. Halo four is great, by the way, and, and I love Halo four. I love playing through that again. But like playing Halo one and two again, I'm like, oh yeah, man, it was, it was long. This feels like it's twelve years old, you right? Know? right. Yeah, but even like cause I, I don't know if you've seen it, you've seen it or played it. But yeah, of the, course. The, well, not Halo, the, not, you're asking it. I'm not talking about Halo. I'm talking about the updated version. When I when I did play video games, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why I let you borrow this because. It's the same game, but all the graphics are updated. Right, and you can switch button on your on your controller mm-hmm. and do like the old school yep. oh, graphics, the blocky looks, all blocky. It's kind of funny to see, like you know, right, and, and you can do it real time. I, th- I think that's a very cool feature. Yeah, the switching I love that. option, you yeah, can toggle back. You can toggle back and forth because you can play it and it looks beautiful. And then you're like, what What did this look like? The old version looks like. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so it's it's, it's cool. That's not. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about this. You're excited. But the trailer though, the trailer. Did you see the trailer? Yes, the trailer is yes. so good. Freaking dope. Yeah, man. no, it, it, it really. It, it, real, it sort of realizes the uh, the vision of what I thought because they've been talking about a Halo movie since right, for right. ten years. I, I mean, mean the whole Spielberg, like, you know, the, t- the episodic thing he was going to do. I think, yeah, like that didn't ever come to light. That's a girl right there. Yeah, I see her. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know her? Well, yeah, no, I no, I can see her from my where I'm at. But I, I love it because we were, we thought we were going to get a Halo movie, but they turned it into District Nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather seen the Halo movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I still liked it though. Uh, sure. What are you, are you excited about this, Lexus? Yeah, okay. I mean, I like the fact that it's um, that it's going to be out for you know for what is it on? It's on demand on uh-huh. iTunes and digital channels, and then uh, for us, they haven't given us they haven't given us a release date yet for North America. That's what that was the update. Um, um, at least from what I read, I read the what did it say? Representatives for the show say that a North America release date has. Yet to be finalized. Okay. Well, but I'm excited for. It. I think it's going to be great. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, right. While we're while we're very quickly on, we'll spend five minutes on Oscars. But while we're quickly on this, you mentioned um, District Nine. Yeah. Um, and we had from from uh, Neil um, Blow Blow <laughs> I can't say his name, but Elysium, which I kind of like, which got mixed reviews. He has Chappie coming out. Yeah. Uh, which I'm which I'm. I actually am excited for that. I mean, I'm not like super super excited. I just want to see what they take from it because I actually I- liked Real Steel. Like with Hugh Jackman and stuff, so I don't mind another robot movie. I'm a, to be honest, I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of him as a director. Like, I, lo- I like what agreed, he does agreed. with yeah. tech and sci-fi. But it, no one since James Cameron, like James Cameron, really had a real handle, like with Aliens and, right. and like he had a real handle on like just the tech, everything, you know, Abyss and, and even Avatar. Like he does a real good job of like this world of t- this, like creating new tech, movie tech and stuff. And yeah. Neil, the same thing, all the guns and stuff in Elysium and it's all the very, like the, very, the vehicles, very believable. Yeah. All that stuff, he's great at that. Stuff and so, so it's only natural that we have a whole like you know robot thing. It's very uh, short circuit. Johnny Five is alive yeah. kind of situation. Is that before your time, Lexus? No, I've seen it. All right, uh, and then um, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because speaking of James Cameron and Aliens, uh, he's doing the new Alien movie, which I'm very excited yeah. about. That, that's that been announced, and yeah. he's he's on Instagram had all this cool artwork that includes Sigourney Reaver. It looked mm-hmm. like incredible, yeah, amazing. And he's like, you know, I was working on this, now I'm not. And I was like, ah. And then like just last week, he's like, well, I'm back I on, it. I'm so on I'm, it. I'm really really excited about that. Yeah. So that's just something. Alien is one of my favorite franchises. Yeah, so. I mean, um, I, Aliens, man, the one only the first two for me. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Alien versus Predator came out on my birthday, so yeah. there's there's you, there's that. But you, like, you, you lose me dramatically. Yeah, Alien three. Alien Four. No, no, no. Me. I mean, I, I. It's not. Trust me. Aliens is my favorite movie. I'm yes. just saying that Alien versus Predator. The only reason that I like it was because it came out like when I think I was like 13, 14, or fifteen or something like that when it came out, and I watched right. it, and I and I liked finally seeing them together. But it's not the greatest movie of all time. Sure. Eh. Uh, Prometheus because they're making the Prometheus sequel. I don't know. I didn't like Prometheus yeah. as much. Uh, uh, I really wanted to like it. It's, it's just, just, it didn't fulfill, even though it was really Scott, it didn't fulfill the promise of like an alien prequel right. that kind of yeah. went left. Hopefully the sequel will get more back towards the you origin story of aliens. You never know. But, uh, it was kind of weird. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Yeah. I, I blame, uh, I blame, uh, what's his name from Lost, who I don't like. Uh, oh, uh, crap. I forgot his L- name. Lindelof. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, when I see him on something, I just get like, oh no. <laughs> He's on everything. Anyway, all right. So move on. So very quickly, let's let's just this Oscars. We don't have time to really dive deep into it, but I just want to, Akili, your your thoughts on. We never really talked about diversity and the lack of in the Oscars. What are your thoughts on? And you you are a big somewhat proponent. Um, 
what are you what are your thoughts on, on, on the Oscars? I mean, we, we kind of covered the story last year around this time. I think we should we should probably do a deeper deeper uh, explanation of it next week. But After, yeah, yeah. I think that I mean it's a, it's the same story that we almost talked about with the Grammys. Like the yeah. award shows aren't really for people of color. Um, and I, I feel like our expectation for representation is, is fine. Like we should, we should volley for it. We should fight for it. We should stand up for, obviously, for representation. But the, the expectation for it, like I think that we kind of know the system. We know the structure. We know that who we know who's on the yeah. the committee. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 white men that that decide these things. Eighty three percent white men over sixty percent. But like I'm talking about the, the, the not just white dudes, but about right, the right, over right, sixty quotient. Right. So like an old regime of thinking. It's like really, it's like really high of men. Right. Yeah. So you had, I mean, old guys. Like you have to ask the question: How do you expect these older men, these yeah. older white men, who kind of have their own sensibilities, right. to, you know, put their stamp of approval on Selma or on, on a black female director? Like, like I, I, obviously, Selma, in my opinion, was one of the greater movies of the year, but no, no representation. Like I think this, it's unfound, it's unfair, it's because, because. Hollywood is Hollywood. It's not inclusive for all. And it's, it's, I mean, in 2015, like we, we still have this argument yeah. that we've had in 1995 or even 1960. Yeah. Like it's the same argument. It's because of how it's structured. I just think, and I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, just in the specific snubs, you know, we had this thing about snubs that bugged you. Uh, you know, Hobbit, you know, no, no Hobbit for best visual effects, which doesn't count, but like, you know, across all the categories, Selma, like, I mean, it, it's really, really, it's really egregious in so many ways, but more so in zooming in, Ava DuVernay and David Oliello, like, that's like no that that is that's like no not a mention. I mean, I and, I and I and I know the movies. I've, I've seen almost all of these movies. Um, have you seen some yet, bro? I have. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I missed that completely. What did you uh, see? What? I have not seen some. Uh, you're blasting me <laughs> out on that. Oh. I'm, I'm blasting you out. Yeah, I'm blasting. And, and, you out. and the reason why I have not seen it is because I, because I've been waiting for my, our friend Steve Barry, who's who's who oh, said yeah. who said do not see it without me. So I've been waiting. But now, but now, I'm done waiting. I have, I have no words. I'm, not, I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. I, 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 I need to see Holy it. Holy smokes! <laughs> like, <laughs> yikes. But why I'm upset about this is specifically is not just because it's hard for me to speak from a position that I've seen every other thing and I but I have seen uh, uh I've seen everyone <laughs> and I've seen everyone everyone else. <laughs> like I'm, I'm no but I but I, I have seen a uh Foxcatcher which I, I liked enough but I did, I really just think Stephen Stephen Carell as a best actor nominee is is, is it, for that film although I, he did some good stuff there just based on what I know about what David Oyelowo what I read about is doing is like seems like a Complete egregious thing, absolutely. And, and I don't. And you know, Wes Anderson. Enough already with Wes Anderson. For me personally, I'm not. I'm just not a Wes Anderson guy. Right. Again, he's an artist, and the shots are perfect, and he's a hipster. I don't. I'm out on it. Yeah. Everything else, I Birdman was fantastic. I thought American Sniper was fantastic. I've seen, I've, seen uh, I've seen about twenty minutes of Boyhood. I really like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, can, can you you want to be a West Anderson apologist on this? Tell me, tell me, tell yeah, me. I'm kind of out on that one. But go ahead. I like tell tell me, let me hear. What do you have to say about this? I mean, uh, I don't know. Wait, are, you, are you a fan of his? Are you a fan I am of a fan of his of his stuff. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, it's not one of my like super favorites of Wes Anderson. I just what do you like, like about Wes Anderson? I like his storytelling and okay. the editing and how how even though and the colors and I just I love every movie that he does just because it's not super out of the box but the way that he tells a story is so different and I don't know I love that and Grand Budapest Hotel is just it's it's crazy because it starts out kind of silly but like the story itself I think is it, it gives a lot of detail about this man and he loves his job and there's a love story and it's there's so many things going on but he tells it so well and it's I don't know <laughs> I'm sorry I I know that it's probably not like a big thing for a lot of people but I don't know I love it's an Oscar nominated film he got nominated for best director like it's the, really good it's, it's, you know and I know people really loved uh, um, what was the one last year the, the year before that the uh, um, oh my oh, god! Crap, I forgot the one that Norton and, and Bill Murray. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they're all with that Norton, Bill Murray, but like, this one. I mean, they're in this one too, but I mean, I'm, I can't remember. Right anyway, now. Um, oh my god, I'm like the Boy Scout one. Anyway, people love that one. I like. I, I did like, you know, election. Not election, but um, um, uh, oh my god, his first one. <laughs> Um, I mean, Rushmore. Yeah. I like Rushmore. Yeah. Um, there's some. Uh, Tenenbaums was good too. Yeah, I just I just get a little fatigued of his very specific 
you know, language, his very specific yeah. style. So I don't know. Whatever. Uh, that's that's it. Okay. Uh, Birdman, I love. I thought, I thought you know, uh, Inuritu in, in was on point. Have you seen, have you seen uh, uh, Birdman yet? No, not yet. Birdman's phenomenal. Whip, I, I love Whiplash. I love Boy, Birdman. I love Sniper. I loved, loved, loved Imitation Game. Yeah, Imitation um, Game was very great. Good. This is great movies. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting category. They didn't fill all ten categories. They 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 could have. They yeah. gave us eight movies. Um, I don't know who I'm rooting for at this point. Uh, I am I am rooting. Um, I, um, I am rooting for uh, Selma to win Best Picture. I would really like Selma to win Best Picture. I, think, really I, think, I almost want to say that's Selma. I think that's a lock, actually. I don't. I think it's a I lock. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's a lock either. No but, really? I think, but I think it's definitely a really good running candidate. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, some quick predictions. Uh, best Picture, go. It's Selma Sniper. Life. Sniper. Okay. Yeah. What, what about you, Alexis? Um, I'm hoping for Selma, but it'll probably be American Sniper. Or okay. It, it, it's. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be Selma or uh, or, or Birdman. Actually. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't think about Birdman. Yeah, that could uh, be one too. Director. I'm gonna, I, I think it's. I think it's going to go to. Um, it's either going to go to um, 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 Boyhood. Uh, my man. Um, it's going to be Boyhood. Boyhood, or, or it might be Inuritu for Birdman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, best actor is going to go to Bradley Cooper. Yeah, that's Bradley a, Cooper. That's, for a, that's sure. a Stone Cold Lock. Yeah. Arquette. Uh, really? Yep. For Best Actress? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I yep. think so too. Yeah. Um, I agree. And then um, everything else, I mean, screenplay, I think, I think, I think uh, Imitation Game may get screenplay. Um, yeah, I think screenplay, same thing. And uh, that's, uh, that's kind of, that's also major categories. I don't know, supporting. Oh, uh, uh, J.K. JK Simmons will, get, will yes. get win for Whiplash. Yes. And Best I, Supporting. I, I, he's, agree. I think he's a lock. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, thought, you know, I think you don't think Reese, I think Reese is going to win Best Actress. I don't. I don't okay. know. I, I don't think so. Well, All right. Uh, well, what about Eddie Redmayne as best actor? You think he's gonna- he, he could he could be in the running for best actor because uh, what was it? The theory of everything was a, yes. he was really good. Even Stephen Hawking Super was good. like, yeah. "I'm watching myself. This is crazy." Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on point in that. I yes. just think Sniper has so much momentum. No, it does. That's I think, why. Yeah. That's why I think Bradley Cooper. You, you got to know that's a marketing move. You got to yeah. know that's propaganda. Yeah, yeah, it's propaganda. Yeah, yeah. America. Uh, yeah, it is. All right. Well, okay. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how we did after that. Well, I definitely think we should have a, a deeper conversation for about sure. This, you know, the, yeah, when, the, the politics. The politics I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see Selma with or without Steve Barry uh, today or tomorrow. I mean, it's out on it's out on Blu-ray right now. <laughs> wait, wait, that, that <laughs> I will see that today or tomorrow, and then um, we will we uh, we'll go from there. There it is. Um, uh, I think that's it. Uh, Alexis, where can the people find you out you in the world? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at atorres890. You can also find me on our sister channel, AfterBuzz TV, on the on Face Off, The Hundred, and uh, Castle. Face Off. Uh, Akili Shine? You can find the Shine on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. And where can we find you, brother? You can find me on our sister network, uh, After Buzz, doing The Blacklist. You can find me, uh, and also Bates Motel coming up. You can find me here and on Instagram and Twitter at Joe K. Braswell and also in front of the TV on Wednesday nights watching Empire. <laughs> Good enough. No, I'm going to uh, cut you off drip, right now. Drip, Turn his mic off. All right, we're done there. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.